Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Phillies Today here with Francisco Rojas. And we have a we have a lot to get into. A lot to get into uh, today as... We heard from the newest Philly. We'll get into that in a little bit. We have to discuss Rob Thompson, uh, his interview with Howard Eskin. He said one thing uh, that people have been talking about in regards to a former beloved Philly, a recent former beloved Philly. Uh, We'll get into that in a little bit as well. But the first thing that I have to talk about and... I've kind of been refraining from talking about it the last few months since it's kind of sneaked its way, it's snuck, excuse me, snuck its way into the headlines um, since the Phillies lost to the Diamondbacks last year in the NLCS. The one thing that has kind of crept up and it's really uh, poked its head out now is these talks about the Bryce Harper extension. Bryce wants an extension into his 40s, he believes. I mean, he's not even, he's in his, what, is he 30, 31? I mean, Bryce isn't, Bryce Bryce wants an extension into his 40s, and he still has seven to eight years left on his current contract, the 13 years, $330 million contract. He still has all this time left on the contract, and everybody I feel like, again, it's been the headlines the last couple of days, and I feel like there's a certain portion of people, it's not overwhelming, I think it's pretty split, which is always great for content and conversation, but it's pretty split, and the portion of people that are saying the Phillies have to pay Bryce Harper this extension because A, because look what he's done for the organization, and B, he's the face of your franchise, and C, like look what he's done for... Look what he's done for the game and the Phillies. You don't have to pay Bryce Harper. You don't have to. If it's and I feel like a big thing here is that oh well you're gonna you don't want to get Bryce upset you don't want him to be happy or you 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 want him to be happy blah blah blah. Bryce like knew what he was getting with this contract. Like, he's the one who said, I don't want the opt-outs because I want fans to know that I'm going to be here, you know, through and through from year one to year 13. I'm going to be here. 
He knew what he was getting himself into. Now, all of a sudden, five years later, right, what, 2019, 2020, 2021, 22? Yeah, five years later, he all of a sudden, you know, wants an extension at some point into his 40s because he wants to be secured. He wants to, you know, he feel like for him, it's probably he wants to strike while the iron's hot. It's like, oh, right now, you know what? I can leverage them into, look what I've done. I've gotten MVP. We've gotten to the World Series, NLCS MVP, all this, blah, blah, blah. He feels like, oh, I can do this now. It doesn't make logistical sense for the Phillies. It doesn't make sense at all. If you're Dave Dombrowski, if you're Sam Fold, you do not give in to Bryce Harper wanting this extension. There are other things on the table that you have to worry about, whether it's right now, obviously, Zach Wheeler's contract, most important thing. And you never know what's going to come up, you know, later down the line, not even later, or just like, you know, within the next like year or two. Um, wanting to make your team better. You don't want to prohibit yourself from making the team better just because your superstar player wanted an extension eight years down the line. It doesn't make any sense. So worrying about him getting upset is just, look, if he's going to get upset, is he really the right leader, the right guy for this team? I don't want to really have that conversation about like potentially trading him or anything like that, right? Or anything of, I don't even know how that will work with his contract, but I mean, the opt-outs is the opt-out to, I don't even know. I don't even want to have that conversation is my, is my point. So if he were to get upset, like that would be everything that he was shown not to be like, he's been such a great leader here. He's been such a great face for this organization that it just wouldn't, it, it wouldn't make sense for Bryce to do that. So I don't think you have to worry about him getting upset or anything of that nature. So it just doesn't make sense. Other things, he has a 27th ranked AAV contract, or excuse me, he has a 27th ranked average annual value contract, according to SpotTrack. Um, And you might say, oh, well, he's underpaid. Well, dude, like the market's always changing. Like, you know, at some point, like Mookie Betts will be, not be like one of the top five to 10 highest paid players in the game. Like it's just how the the sport goes. And Bryce knew that is like every year, you know, guys get paid more. They, 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 the top guys, Otani, Betts, Freeman, um, Acuna, uh, you know, the, 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 the big, big names are always going to be looking for more than the, what the other guys got. Yeah, Lindor is a shortstop. Machado is a third baseman. Like they're all so Bryce. For for people to say, oh well, he's underpaid at this point. It's like no, like Bryce knew when he got that thirteen year, three hundred thirty million dollar contract. He knew I'm making, you know, this much, and I know that at some point, you know, the next year, someone will be probably making more annually than I will, because that's just how the sport goes. Not every two years, you know, which leads into my next point. You're you're not going to set this precedent for, for precedent for other players to think that they can just start getting, uh, you know, more money with an extension because, oh, well, I'm underpaid and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just how baseball is. Baseball is just that way. It's the market is always going to be changing it for will forever 
be changing um, from year to year. Look, I don't even who's number one right now. I, I had the numbers in front of me. Otani is the the highest average annual value right now, obviously. Then it's Scherzer, Verlander, Judge, and a lot of these guys. You know, they signed their recent contracts, especially what Scherzer, Otani, Judge, um, Degrom is fifth. Uh, Garrett Cole's there. All those guys have gotten contracts since then, right? So it's just how baseball is. That's just how it is. So Bryce Harper, do not give. You don't have to pay Bryce this money. There's people saying that you have to. You do not have to. You don't have to. I don't think Bryce is going to get upset and this and that. I think he's just looking for this as strike. I've heard this saying recently, striking while the iron's hot. Say, oh, look what I've done, blah, blah, blah. Do not give. You don't have to pay Bryce Harper that money. Next, as I go from being upset, being annoyed, to happiness, happiness. Newest Philly, Whit Merrifield had this to say, speaking to the media for the first time. I've been a three-time All-Star. I've led the league in hits a couple of times. I've led the league in solo bases. I've led the league in all these different things that I feel like I've proven that I'm here and I can play. Um, I was an All-Star last year. I've done that. I want to win now. And so I'm here to do whatever I need to do to win and to help this team win, whether it's sit on the bench and be the cheerleader for 162 games. I don't think that's why they brought me here, but you know if that's what they want me to do, um, I just, I just want to win. And that's what you love to hear from your newest guy, your newest, um, I want to say he's a big piece because he's going to be a platoon guy slash, you know, um, on the bench. But you love to hear this from a guy who he's done things in the game and he talked about it there. You know, he's coming off the all-star appearance last year. Everything he's done, he's a three-time all-star. You know, he's led the, the, the majors and hits twice. Led the league in stolen bases three times. And even back in 2018, he had some some down-ballot uh, MVP votes. It's it's great to hear this from a guy who, you know, he knows what he's done, like he said there, but he doesn't have a ginormous ego. This is, like, perfect. This is a perfect fit for this Phillies team, for Whit Merrifield to, to be the newest a uh, guy that's going to come off the bench, but he's going to play some some infield. He's going to play some outfield when Marsh needs some rest, maybe platoon with Johan Rojas, uh, Christian Pache, some of these younger guys, um, especially, you know, maybe Brandon Marsh. I, I think Marsh will be the, the everyday left fielder, hopefully. Um, but in just regardless, like with Merrifield, it, it just it's it's great to hear this from a guy who I believe him. He says he wants to win. He really says that he wants to win. And it's just so good to hear this from your newest Philly that, hey, I'm here to win. Like and it's and it, and I like I said, I truly like believe him. Those words that he said right there in that 30 second clip, I believe him. And it's it's great to hear from a guy who wants to be unselfish, even though he's done things like I said, um, you know, in Major League Baseball. It's just. It's uh, it's uh, it's great to hear from Whit Merrifield. Where I don't know if I never really knew his personality all that much, so I didn't like take. I wasn't sure what his what his uh, what he's gonna be like. But for that, as the first things that you say as a Philly, I every single Phillies fan loves to hear that. 
especially from a guy that's not going to be, you know, he's not going to be contributing like a Bryce Harper or Kyle Schwarber or anything like that, but it's just perfect to hear. And speaking as a fit for this Phillies team. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We must transition to what ha- what Rob Thompson said to Howard Eskin uh, over the weekend. And um, it has been a bit of a topic of conversation. And this is what he had to say uh, to Howard Eskin in regards to a recent former Philly and what he could have been to this team. Would you have been a better team with Harper and Wright and Hoskins at first? If Harper, obviously he wanted to play first, would you have been a better team? Well, you, I know it's a tough Where's Castellanos at that point? Well, you put him in. You put him in left. Or you put somebody else in center. I think to answer the question, with Hoskins on the club, we would have been a better team. Now you would have mixed and matched. You know, Harper DH or play right. first every once in a while. Castellanos DH. Castellanos going to be in there. He's thirty and a hundred guy. But um, yeah, I think I think so. And especially with with Reese's um, demeanor and. Uh, the level of poise that he brought to the game and his at-bats. I mean, he was a guy that uh, he didn't chase much, and he walked. Mm-hmm. He was on base in front of Harp and in front of JT and, and, and Nick, and, and so that's, that's a big part of it, no doubt. So, yeah, I'm just going to be real here and love Reese Hoskins to death, love Rob Thompson to death. Uh, for anyone that's, like, overreacting to this, saying, like, oh, Rob, Rob messed up in what he said, Topper was just being respectful to Reese. He wasn't saying like, oh, Dombo, oh, Sam Fole, we made a mistake. Like, that's not, it's not what he was trying to say. It was just more of, hey, I want to be respectful. Um, You know, he was just trying to, you know, be respectful to one of his former players and be uh, appreciative of what he brought to the Phils while he was while he was here in Philadelphia, while he was here in Philly, this didn't have anything to do with like, oh, it wasn't a shot at anybody. It wasn't a shot. It was it was just Rob being respectful of Reese. And, you know, and Howard kind of alluded to, you know, well, you could have put Reese at first base and you could have put Harper, you know, in right, Cassianos in left, blah, blah, blah. Putting Harper in. Uh, and you know Howard's always just trying to stir the pot. We 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 love Howard. Um, we love him for it. But Harper to first base here, 
makes sense for the Phillies. And it makes sense for Harper, honestly, and his contract, and speaking of his contract, for the rest of his career. Because, you know, playing the outfield and um, something that Bryce did well at times, playing the outfield probably isn't the best for his career because of the, you know, the the strain that it could put on, you know, uh, having, you know, to do a lot, lot out there with whether it's, you know, throwing, you know, getting the ball and throwing it a million miles per hour down to the infield or, or uh, playing, you know, just playing the outfield, uh, you know, having to run around out there. It's just better on his body, especially a guy that unfortunately some of them have been freak injuries, but he has had a couple of injuries over the last couple of years. So I think it's better for his career and it's, it's better for this Phillies team right now um, because you plug Bryson at first base and, um, it's just that mix of it's great for Bryce's career. It's good for the Phillies. Um, it's unfortunate that they couldn't bring Reese back. I, I believe if maybe, you know, Bryce was able to play right field, which I don't think he's like unable to, but you know, you just have this dynamic of him at first base now, just because we, un- we all know as fans that it's better for his career. Unfortunately, it is, uh, you know, we all love Reese, and emotionally, we love Reese. Get it. But Harper to first was the right move and his first career. And the Phillies, it's just too much makes sense there for Harper and the Phils. And one thing I kind of wanted to tie this together with the wit stuff and with Reese. And kind of talked about this with Tom Kelly and Al Morgani on the midday show a couple of days ago. And I think I was just thinking too emotionally at the time. And I, afterwards I kind of thought more logically after the show ended the, 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 the lead and the topic of the show was who is a, who would be a better fit for the Phillies, Whit Merrifield or Reese Hoskins. And TK knows what he's doing. Especially I know TK hates Reese and he hated him while he was here. Love TK to death, but that's just the facts. Um, I kind of said the whole show that Reese is a better fit for the Phils than Witt because I just felt like it's just, I mean, Reese was a 30, a 30 homer, you know, high OPS guy, you know, for, from year in and year out, you know, besides the injury. And I was like, oh, how can you put Whit Merrifield, a guy that's getting older, blah, blah, blah. What's a better fit than, than Reese. And I, I, you know, I walk it back. I walk it back a little bit. I just think it's hard for me to also think about like, it's just, you know, it's like, well, again, like I said, Reese is a 30 Homer high OPS guy. It's just so hard to think like, Oh, well, why shouldn't aging guy that didn't make the all-star team last year? I understand. It do, it was very hard to, for, for me to think about that and say, Oh, well, it's just Reese isn't a better, like, yeah. What, what's a better fit? What's a better fit versus versatile wise contract wise. Um, it makes sense. It makes a little more sense for the Phillies than Reese would here. Um, especially, well, I mean, how much would you pay pay him? And, and would Reese want to come off the bench? Nah, it, it wouldn't make sense. So um, I do walk it back. I do apologize. So I know I was just producing that day. But yeah, I uh, Whit Merrifield's a better fit for this team than Reese Hoskins. So I'm just walking that back. I'm allowed to do that. I'm allowed to change my opinion. We're all allowed to do it. As much as some people don't think that's possible. Yes, we are allowed. Off-season update. 
kind of alluded to some of this stuff earlier, but Whit Merrifield officially signed his one-year deal. It's $8 million, including a 2025 club option to make room for Whit Merrifield, Phillies DFA'd Caleb Ort. Phillies signed outfielder David Dahl, also right-handed pitchers Austin Bryce and Ricardo Pinto to minor league contracts with invites to big league camp. Uh, both Bryce and Dahl were at camp on Monday, uh, and Pinto's arrival was delayed by visa issues. So a couple of things there. Uh, we heard Wit, Wit talk earlier. He signed that one-year deal uh, worth $8 million. And I think it's, again, like it's another reason why, and I mentioned this earlier, it's a reason why he's such a he is a great fit for this team because you're not paying a whole lot. And I don't know if I played it on here or somewhere else, but, uh, yeah, I think it was here where, where Steve Phillips basically said, like, man, this is kind of like a bit of a – not a steal, but just surprising that other teams wouldn't be in on a guy that was just an all-star last year, has a great uh, resume for his career. It wasn't so long ago that he had had those, you know, those seasons where he led the majors in hits and stolen bases, blah, blah, blah. You know, it is a great deal for the Phillies for – for Merrifield to get that one-year $8 million deal. So uh, those are that's an off-season update for you for the Fightins. Also, MLB.com did their top 100 players. Ronald Acuna Jr. came in at number one. But in regards to Phils, 11 was Bryce Harper. 16th was Trey Turner. 28th was Zach Wheeler. 46th, JT Real Muto. And 57 was Kyle Schwarber. So you had five Philadelphia Phillies on the top 100. Um, Trey at 16. I was like, actually kind of surprised that Trey was at number 16. I figured, you know, the first three, four months of last season um, would kind of put him down lower on the list. And I wouldn't have been surprised at that. Like Wheeler being 28th, I, I think it's too low for Wheeler because I think Wheeler... Zach Wheeler has been such one of the best pitchers in baseball over the last like five years since he signed that deal since four or five years. So I think Wheeler being 28 is just a little too low. Real Muto surprise. He was actually at 46 figured he'd be lower 57th. That's probably where Kyle Schwarber is, but he did hit 47 and 45 homers the last two years. So maybe he's a little bit lower uh, than maybe he should be around major league baseball. I have one thing that I want to talk about here because I didn't, I didn't uh, mention this at the start of the show because we did have a lot of talk, a lot to talk about today. But MLB expansion—it's—it seems like it's an excuse me, an inevitability, according to ESPN's Jeff Passan. MLB will probably expand from 30 to 32 teams. Teams may be going to Salt Lake City, Nashville, any of those uh, spots. So it's probably inevitable. And which would mean MLB would potentially realign. And we would probably see it go from, you know, either uh, Major League Baseball would either opt from four eight-team divisions or eight four-team divisions. It's not yet decided. And this, uh, also I got this from uh, philliesnation.com. The great Phillies writer there, Tim Kelly, wrote this article where I'm getting a lot of these things from. And he says that, 
you know, common sense logically would probably be an NFL model, which would be eight divisions with four teams where the NL East would bring in the Pirates and would see the Marlins and Braves leave. How would you feel out there not having the Braves in our division? What would that be like? That would kind of stink. We've such we've had such a great rivalry over the last, what, 30 years? 20 to 30 years? So, yeah, it's something like 30 years because it was like the mid-90s. Um, but, you know, with that could always create new rivalries. You know, Pirates haven't been very good, but you never know. But it could create new rivalries. But I would curious to... I would be curious to what your thoughts would be out there. What what would that feel like, not having the Braves in our division? Again, this would be like seven, eight years down the line, but would love to know your thoughts. At Rojas underscore media underscore on Twitter. That's going to do it for me today. Um, and we will talk on Monday as spring training gets underway. We will actually have games by the time, this weekend, games to possibly talk about talk about what we've seen so far from the field in spring training. That's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. Stay tuned. Ben Kenny, Justin Morgenstein also doing episodes on this channel. Stay tuned for them. I'll talk to you guys soon. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.